Strong start. <laughs> hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Writer's Block Podcast. This is episode number 58. I'm joined here uh, with some good friends of mine. Christian Blaker, back with us once again. Let me give my guy a round of applause, man. There we go. What's up, Christian? What's up, y'all? Thanks for coming to my house and invading my space once again to do this podcast with me. I appreciate that, sir. Um, we also got a new face in the building. Uh, light-skinned, handsome man over there. I don't know what race he yeah. is. We got, so you say new face, so, but I'm not even on camera. So <laughs> We got the, yeah, but that's that's why I said new face, because I said new face and ambiguous. Who knows what the audience is picturing right now? Like, they could be they could be thinking of, like, a fucking just Ken Let's doll. leave some mystique behind that. <laughs> we got Travis back there on the camera on the ones and twos today. Hello, buddy. How are you? Great. What up, world? Uh, so... I'm happy to be here. This is episode number 58. Uh, I'm excited. I've been posting about this on my page. You guys know uh, the open mic over at the Comedy Zone finally started Wednesday night. Uh, so oh, I will give myself a thanks, Christian. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Comedy Zone open mic hosted by your boy. Uh, Wednesday night was great, guys. Thank you to everybody who showed up. All the comedians who came in and signed up. People who called in. People who were showing up to get drunk. Uh, we love that. Brian uh, Brian said he did really well. He was the bartender over there. Uh, it was a great show, man. Christian uh, doesn't... You know, were you there, Christian? Christian didn't come to the show. Uh, why weren't you there, man? Because uh, some of us have to Your work a day up. job. Yeah. And not all of us get the local comedy club to uh, jerk us off. Uh, shut, go- shut the fuck <laughs> up, dude. What the... F- all right, man. <laughs> What a fucking hater. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, I told Christian like w- a weeks. In it. Christian was the first person to know the information after I got the information. I've been told him to change his work schedule so that he could come to the Wednesday show. But he was like, nah, I care more about money than live comedy. Which, you know, I guess that doesn't really sound bad, does it? Yeah, what do you make doing live comedy? What do we make? Like, hey, man, I had a lot of fun. Bro. I had a lot yeah. of fun on Wednesday night, Christian. You missed out on the memories. You get booked on three host sets and a feature, and you're like, 120 bucks. Let's go. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Travis came to the show. Uh, Travis, what did you think of the comedy show, man, the the Wednesday night? Honestly, I was pretty surprised when I walked in. Like, I really? Showed up, I showed up pretty late, but yes. I mean, the, the fact that it was all packed out, was yeah. like, yeah, like for first show, that's yeah. awesome. I uh, I set it up, uh, so it's in the lobby bar, first of all. It's not in the comedy club. It's not inside on the stage as of right now. You know, you got... There's more work to do. There's a, I tweeted this. If y'all saw my status, there's a lot going on in Jacksonville comedy water right now, man. You don't got to disclose all the behind the scenes. Like, <laughs> I no, did it's it. in the main I room. I did dude. it. I, I didn't disclose everything, but I don't, everything's going crazy. Uh, but, yeah, so we're in the lobby right now, but it's cool. You know, we're setting up, uh, I feel like, a year, year and a half of good shows, of good turnouts. Who knows what could happen? You know what I mean? Like, so uh, if you guys aren't doing anything on Wednesday nights, come out. I usually open the show. With like five, ten minutes of, you know, just jokes, trying to get everybody into it. Uh, I tried to start on time. We did not start the first one until 7.30. But that's only because, once again, we're always waiting for people to show up at a certain, you know, open mic comedy. People aren't as eager. But it was still fun. Uh, yeah. So if you want to see me do jokes, because people who did show up later were like, when are you going to go up? When are you going to go up? I'm like, oh, I'm the first one to start the show. And then I kind of just bring everybody else up. Uh, I didn't. I didn't interrupt people's jokes and uh, do like five minutes in between each comic. (laughs) 
Uh, just but, do a minute, just do or like thirty seconds. Yeah, I might do a couple riffs and stuff later on. But I was also a little drunk at this one. I was actually drinking at this show, like, like two like drinks the, deep. Then uh, I had like three shots or so, uh, and it was it was a good time. And people came out, people were hung. You know, you still had those open mic things and people were running the lights and shit like that. But. Uh, that happens, and you know, figure it out. Just remember, you had to kick off that one guy over like two minutes over there. <laughs> just, just saying the hey, name names, name names. I don't even remember his name. This guy, he, this guy Damn. looked like Doesn't he was in. His, no, listen, this guy looked like he was in like a, a '70s bikers gang. He had like a blue do rag on. He had like some weird, like you saw, you saw him, Travis. You know what I'm talking about. It's like kind of old, the greasy white male, uh, but. He drank a lot. Shout out to him. He brought people out. Uh, so I think I, the reason that he I didn't put him up earlier in the set is because he brought most of the people who were there at first. <laughs> so I let him go over a minute, and then he was just talking at one point. And when people go over the light, you, I'm trying to, like, figure out, okay, I'm going to let you get one more punchline, and then I'm going to get up there. Since they have Travis, a line. <laughs> Travis could attend. This guy was just talking. I didn't know when... The joke was, or was he what? like super dark? No, he was. He kind of very looked like, like very dad what? jokey. Like oh, you over. mean uh, I thought you meant he kind of looked like you. I All meant right, okay. You mean like material dark? Yeah. No, he didn't steal your swag. He didn't. Uh, what you hate? Uh, Christian hates what I call him a dark comic. <laughs> nah, that's what I learned now. But he also hates what I call him buddy, which we're going to talk about eventually because I think that's just a word of endearment. But, um, yeah, so Wednesday night, thank you all for showing up. We'll be doing the show every Wednesday. It's a free show, all right? A lot of people hit me up the day of asking how much it was to get in. I told you all, show up. Just walk. It's literally in the hotel lobby on some fucking Sweet Life of Zach and Cody shit. (laughs) And we really pimped that bitch out, man. So, Show up, 7 o'clock to 10 o'clock. We'll be out there every Wednesday. Christian, you hosted Tuesday this past week. How was that? It was at Boussoir. It's the mic that I usually talk about on here anyway. It was fine. Um, it wasn't the best. We didn't have the greatest outing. It was like half normal. But we, we fucking trucked through, dude. Got some good riffs in there. Talked about a drunk lady in the audience because it's stand-up comedy. the same drunk lady who shows up with like the fake boob job and like yeah the, dress. the one that you would hit but you'd have to be i would not yeah. hit y'all would hit listen there's, there's a lady who they flirt with every day on stage i mean every You're night supposed to flirt with the room on stage listen that lady looks like she's down for every last one of y'all and uh, i hope she is whichever one of y'all to be the first to take it is gonna be nasty i'm gonna be sitting there waiting <laughs> yeah <laughs> you be waiting for notes. seconds <laughs> <laughs> that was good that was good that was good um but yeah, so so uh, I think hosting shows now is is a little different than just showing up and uh, uh, doing my set and leaving. Was it different for you, like having to host that? Because like usually, yeah, of course, I do my jokes and I go home. You know, I don't. Yeah, Bobby's not a comics comic, basically. What does that What, what does that mean? Go to explain, <laughs> explain, explain, Like you hang, like you talk to comics about their set. You talk about the show afterwards. Bobby's like eight down on the list. He gets to eight. He's like, when are you up? Two comics. All right, I'm probably going to stay, but I might dip. (laughs) (laughs) No. So I walk by. I stay to see my friends. I stay to see my friends. Uh Uh-huh. Friend. What? Singular. There's multiple people. I stay to watch you. I watch Mikey B. I watch Morgan when she's here in town. I watch some other people, too. Uh, Can I go a little off script? Go ahead. There's no script. For a minute. Yes. All right, so um, I didn't mean to open with something heavy like this, but I just had something happen recently in my life, and I kind of want to talk about it. Ooh, let's do it. Um, sometimes in life, like, you kind of think that there isn't really, like, a pathway or, like, a guideline or anything pushing you that 
things kind of just happen. There's no really purpose for them. Things are just interactions that randomly go on. And then occasionally you get to points in life where you're just like reminded. That I don't know if it's God. I don't know what it is. But something is overseeing you. And I was given this example recently because I was just blessed to be in this spot where previously, about a week ago, you guys had heard something. I'm pretty sure it was like an episode of this podcast. And then I got to be the following week, which is really great for me because now I get to be like, fuck you, Morgan, and oh. fuck you, Mikey B. <laughs> Yo, I didn't condone any of this. I, didn't, I had no idea that was coming. Hold on. Uh, you're beefing with the last episode. <laughs> All right, uh, if you haven't heard, go catch up. Episode 57, Morgan Gallo, Mikey B came through. We recorded that podcast two months ago, and they were on my ass about putting it out. But a lot happened, and I lost a bunch of people. All right? So, <laughs> all right, I, it, was, it was a fight, okay? Uh, but, yeah, this is the Christian that we were referring to. Yeah, I just had to get that off my chest. I don't even remember what was said. What was said about it that um, – Because you were, I, no, I was, you were supposed to be like here. Oh, yeah, because you were supposed to be here to do the show, and you didn't show up. Yeah, you had to have the – Uglier version of me fill in, Mikey B. <laughs> Yo, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yo, I don't know. Don't, 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 don't use my podcast to get your beefs off, bro. Don't, don't, you, you have a podcast coming that you can handle that on. Hey, this is the podcast wars now. You know how they have like real podcast wars? Yeah. They're like the Jacksonville CU podcast wars. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, that was a uh, Wednesday night. He's talking about Tuesday Vusoir. Um, there was also a show, Ink Factory. All right, I want to talk about that Ink Factory. That's a, a little bar out at the beach area. Uh, Scott Wadley booked me on that show a couple weeks ago. Shout out to him. <clears throat> uh, this is the first time I did a podcast since that, so I want to talk about it. You came to the second show. That was it. Was we had two shows that night: six thirty, eight thirty. Me, Alex Sanders, um, Scott Wadley, and Joe. Since Sensibella, did I say that right? Yep. I don't know. Some people have. I don't know. It's Joe Sensibella. Uh, so that was a that was the showcase over at uh, Ink Factory. It was great, dude. That was one of the best rooms in Jacksonville that I've ever done comedy in. The first yeah. show was insane. I was the first comic. Oh, Dean Nimnick hosted it. Also, I can't forget Dean. Um, Dean Nimick. Go ahead. <laughs> Dean Nimick. Sorry. Um, but yeah, so that was great. A bunch of white people. It's out of the beach, so that's what I expected. But, like, I'm talking, like, they were there to fucking laugh and support us, dude. Like, very rarely. Like, the, the shows that we're talking about, yeah, they're, like, you should still come out and, like, you know, do the show. <laughs> but what do you think the difference was from the energy of what we go to every week to work out and that show? I mean, they did pay to be there. You know, yeah. they did pay to, you know, they everyone showed up on time. Everyone laughed. Everyone was engaged. But... I don't know, understand still why that isn't like regularly for the shows, man. Well, number one, it's a paid show. You're always going to get a better reaction. Paid shows are like, like if you can do well, this sounds crazy, but if you can do well at open mics, you will do great at paid shows. Really? Like realistically. No, speaking of which, I got to check my mailbox. He was supposed to have our checks at the end of the show, but he, Scott fucked <laughs> up. <laughs> I was about to say, you sneaked this Scott three minutes into the episode, and then you're like, yo, big up Scott Watley yo, for booking one, me on that show. I didn't sneak this Scott. What did I say? Uh, I didn't do like five minutes between people set. Like, you know. You thought I was talking about Scott. You know how many hosts are in America? Come on now, Travis. Look at him just assuming people, man. <laughs> It was Jesus scary Christ. when he called out on his nah. Right <laughs> nah. It was, uh, yeah, shout out to Scott. Don't roll me into the beat, that's show. all I'm saying. <laughs> nah, Travis, you're here now. You're part of gang. <laughs> you're part of gang. If we get stole on, you get stole on too, brother. Back in it. Um, But yeah, so that was a good show, man. Yeah, that, was a, that was a great show. It was, was insane, dude. Uh, shout out to everybody who came out there. Shout out to Erica. Uh, after the first show, I was feeling myself. I won't lie. That, was, that first show, 
so many people were coming up to talk to me after the show. Like, like usually I think this is not gross, but I kind of get that I have to do it. I think COVID just made me a germaphobe. Everyone was just coming up, like, shaking my hand and like, oh, good set, man, good set. But everyone's hand had a different temperature. <laughs> and I do. And I noticed each time. I was like, oh, this isn't fun for me. But uh, you said, uh, what makes that show good? Uh, it was a paid show and it was a bunch of Republicans. <laughs> Dude, Republicans, <laughs> thank you for laughing at comedy shows. All right. These motherfucking dims. Liz, listen, man, I, I, I would love Republicans. Please show up to every one of my shows. <laughs> I, I will give you my vote if y'all come out. To, <laughs> I'll vote pro life. What's yo, up? I <laughs> If you come out to these comedy shows, those Republican laughs, man. I'll keep those, those guns going into schools, dude. Let's go. Those are great laughs. <laughs> What's 18 lives Wait, in Texas on, on. if I, I get to kill also, once a week? I also just realized, I forgot. I have to say this now, and I can't tell you guys on air what was the cause. And I have to say this. Comedy Zone, all right, doesn't have the same views as the people on this podcast. <laughs> Shout out to them. Okay. We love, we love our live comedy club here the in Jacksonville. The podcast is uh, uh, not associated with the Comedy Zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't have the same views as the people you see sitting over here, but we're here to have fun, man. Make sure you go to ComedyZone.com. Check out who's coming to town and get some tickets. We got um, B. Simone's coming this weekend. Uh, I've never seen her do stand-up, but, you know, she's been on Wild and Out. She's been touring. She's actually, she was on the No Cap Comedy Tour. Uh, which is here tonight at the oh, Memorial right. Arena. So after this, I'm going to go hand out some flyers uh, about the show. Um, and then David A. Arnold is coming. Guys, you don't want to miss that weekend. I'm going to be there because I'm actually a fan of David A. Arnold. Dude, he had a special on Netflix called um, Fat Ballerina. One of the best and funniest specials Netflix has in their entire catalog. So he's doing a tour right now at Aim for the Week. He'll be here next weekend. Um, so make sure you all come out to that show. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, that's all I had for that quick little promo in there. Yeah, yeah. so you're, like, literally promo ingrained into you. Like, you promo everybody. People who probably don't even need the promo. You're like, hey, go check out Dave Chappelle's newest special. (laughs) I'm glad you brought up Dave Chappelle's newest special because there is a special I want to get to. Um, We're here. We might as well go for it anyway. Uh, Ali Sadiq put out a new special, The Domino Effect. Oh, my rival. Um, Let's go. uh, So, as you all know, I think he's one of the best – Storytellers of all time, if not the best in comedy. He's in my top five in comedy of all time. The first comedian to give me a chance on a professional stage. Clap it up, clap it up. That's why he's in the top five. (laughs) No, man. It's great. I'm telling you, dude, I told you this. Like, you were just talking about, like, God, and and you set that up very clearly because you told me you didn't even believe in him eventually. That's not true. Well, you said something. Well, maybe I misread our conversation. But what I'm getting to is when I was telling you about, like, like, I talked about all of this before it happened. Like, and, you know, like, I spoke to communicate with God before all of this kind of started happening and falling into place for me. I used to, when I first started comedy my first year, and, like, I was really into, like, writing heavy. Like, I was writing every day. I memorized my act. I listened to it on my lunch breaks at work and all this other yeah. stuff. And I would listen to Ali Sadiq clips on Spotify when I was trying to learn how to be a comedian. I would drive from Jacksonville to Tallahassee or Orlando or whatever and just play that before I even met him. So the fact that he was the first comic who I who got here and did my podcast and, you know, show me love. And then I went to go look at like just testimonies from other comedians when they were talking about his special and stuff like that. This man just does that for he's he does that for young comedians yeah. and people like us and, you know, people who are trying to make it that puts us in a position to you know, change everything else. So, right. um, I got a shout out to him. The domino effect is the special of the year right now. 
Like, I talked to you about wanting to, to make a comedy special on my birthday. Uh, but, like, like, that would be a special that I'm like, oh, shit, this is one of the specials that you have to, you know, watch whenever it's your time to be on Netflix, HBO, who, whatever the fuck you yeah. get in the future. Like, so uh, go check that out. One of the funniest shits. Have you watched it yet? I sent it to the group chat. So I haven't watched anybody's special this year. Okay. I've watched bits and pieces of specials this year. Um, also, I guess if Travis, you- I fucked the thing up. <laughs> Travis, help me put no, this banner up in a new position. Uh, Go ahead, Christian, finish your point. I'm apparently do didn't do a good job at helping. Uh, uh, we're gonna finish my point while you're doing this yeah. in the background. <laughs> Go ahead. Talk. I feel like Please. I'm gonna. All right. Well, uh, no. What I was gonna say is now that I find out that Ali like is real cool about helping out new podcasts and young podcasts. Um, Let's go back to my last episode on this podcast and rescind my initial statement. Um, maybe I won't be bigger than you in five years, but uh, I appreciate the love. If you want to help me out, feel free to. Also, while we're on the topic of the comedy zone, don't listen to the episodes I do here because I'll never be allowed on your stage. So. <laughs> if we could just stay off of this entire podcast for anybody who matters, that'd be pretty cool. All right. Um, yeah, dude, I... I, I uh, Remember when I told you that I, I really I tried not to be annoying to comedians who give me like you know their their numbers or like information like like you know because the, what am I I never knew what I was supposed to do with it you know but I'm learning like all these other comics are just showing up to cities that the people who gave them shots are in and like hey do you have time on your shows my nose running is that why you did that no it is um, running but okay. no. I right. did because my nose itched cool thanks um but yeah so like. That's what I'm learning. Like, that's what I'm supposed to do with these numbers. The people that you meet, like, I'm not supposed to be intimidated by, like, hey, I'm in this city. Like, how do I get stage time? And they're like, oh, man, I remember you. Come on, yo. Yeah. You got, you got, yeah, yeah. I'm supposed to work on my act and do that. And uh, there were just so many other comedians who talked about him doing that for them. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this is crazy. Like, that's what I'm supposed to do. Like, you know, whenever it's whatever we're going to. I forgot what I was saying about that. You were drunk text comics? Um, I do not. That is one thing. Dude, I just told you that I'm very nervous of sober texting these people. That's what I'm saying, though. When you're drunk, you get that liquid courage in you. You're like, you know what? What's up? Can I get 10 minutes? But people do hit me up and, like, they're like, uh, like, hey, man, keep in touch. And I'm like, all right, well, now that I know, like, I'm I'm the kind of person I'm going to use that. You know, I'm going to check in and see what's going on. Like, you know, don't ghost me. I did, man. Yeah. I said, uh, so like, what do you even say to someone who's like, I'm in my position and I'm like, what do you even say to someone who you say congratulations? a special like that? Yeah. I did. I said, congratulations. Treat them like a person. Yeah, exactly. Um, with that being said, I did talk to you about, uh, what I want to do for my birthday this year. I want to shoot some type of mini special or, or something like for myself. And, um, what do you think about that? Like, like I feel I'm, Four years into it now, and I want to be like I told you. I'm, I I should be a lot. I would have been a lot better, like like and have my material like writing and like finalizing all that stuff if I wasn't doing everything for myself. Which is why I right. thank Travis for coming here today because he is saving my life and my creativity. You're the man. Um, Thanks, but bro. yeah, like after I did that Ink Factory show, I felt like I did well on those shows in the moment and all this stuff. But I listened back to my jokes and I'm like, wow, these sound really incomplete. Like, I like, think that's honestly like the best perspective you can have because we're in the moment. You're like so first person, even when you're doing well. Like I did that on Thursday. Like I had a great set on Thursday. Where were you Thursday? Uh, CBD. Um, and I did like all new shit, like shit that I wrote this week. I did like seven or eight minutes of brand new material. Nice, dude. And I was Clap like, up for you. fuck yeah, dude. It only took me a month to write it. What's up? Hey, man, I literally sit at this smoke shop. I could have written a whole hour of comedy if I 
diligently did it at the smoke shop, but I still have it. Yeah, but it also comes in like ebbs and flows. So like you'll write like ten minutes in like three days, and yeah. then you'll go like a month and you can't write a joke. I tell you, I, I created brain dump text at Christian. Uh, is that the right way? I, yeah, created brain dump the, the other day because I was last night. But it's okay. I don't want to sleep last night. I mean, you don't have to. You, you don't have to tell people we talk after twelve in the morning, bro. Make me look weird. No, I mean, I'm if kidding. I'm in your house already, I should hope talking. <laughs> but yeah, dude, man, like you're right. It just comes in waves and moments, man. There's those moments where you get some nugget of of idea or a realization where you're like, "Holy shit, I've been missing it all along." Like yes. this is it. This is where it's supposed to be. Um, you know I started writing a, a TV. Uh huh. Go ahead. You know why that happens? I do not know why. So I learned this when I was trying to learn how to code. So your brain works in two different formats, and when you're learning something, it's like downloading all the information, right? And it's mm-hmm. just trying to like take in everything as much as it can, like a sponge. Yeah. And then when you're doing like mundane, easy things where your brain doesn't work a lot, so like you're doing dishes, you're driving, just something like simple. Yeah. Your brain starts putting all the wires together and connecting everything. Yeah. It's like interesting. Oh so, wow. So when you're learning stuff, like you're watching a special, you're taking it in, you're like watching somebody do stand up or like anything like that, you're supposed to like kind of detach from it afterwards and just go do like simple, easy things. And then your brain through sleep, through like the background noise of it, puts everything together and starts like creating pathways for you to be able to understand how to use them. When did you learn that? You just reading? Uh, no, I tried to teach myself how to code like a year or two ago. And it was like nice. one of the first lessons they teach you. So, well, shit, like... That's interesting to know. Like, like maybe my brain definitely felt like I was doing some fucking coding, dude. I was I started writing a TV show, uh, and uh, like, so I used to I used to like write little scripts and stuff like that. I'd go up to Waffle House and just like you know chill and do something all night. But I haven't really. I've only been stand up focused and pod focused and stuff like that. But like writing a TV show about like the people who are actually in your life, like it, it was so much easier because like back then I would just I had to like create scenarios so i try to create characters or make people and then now i'm like paying attention to the people and what's actually happening around me and in my life and i sent you the screenshot of the characters and all this shit like those were real things like there's there's like a old like "Ah, i don't want to give it away right now (laughs) but man i'm excited Uh, i'm gonna really push myself to get this up within a year you know get i'll get the script done within a year uh but you jumped off topic real quick you want to do a special right that's what i was talking about like oh yeah so like the the creative like when you get that spark man it it attaches to everything like it comes from everything so with the special i was talking to you about like like me and my jokes sounding incomplete you know what i mean like where now i'm like oh like that was a good set but there's still more to be done like now i have something where i'm like this is going to push me to have it done by my birthday september 13th this year because you know, like you were saying, there's sometimes there's not things pushing you forward or inspiring you and shit. I think like setting something like this for myself where I'm like, OK, I didn't like how that ended at all. By my birthday, six months or whatever from now, yeah. it's going to be totally different. It's going to be ready. It's going to be presentable. I'm going to make it a special moment. Like this is what I'm wanting to put together and deliver is what I've been fucking working on, you know? Right. No, um, I think, like, the, the more you, like, do a joke, the more you also see that it's, like, not finished, especially early on, which, I mean, neither of us are, like, super far into comedy, but I feel like early on, you write, like, one note to a joke. Like, you have one premise or one topic, and you write, like, one or two jokes in that yeah. thing. It's, like, 30 seconds a minute long. Travis also does stand-up comedy, or did stand-up comedy. Travis, all right, yeah, so tell them what, uh, I talked to Travis at the show and just asked him a lot about his life, because we kind of just, we didn't just meet. But we just started talking to each other. Like, I, you told me about him, and Mikey told me about him, but that was about it. So you told me that you did used to do stand-up. 
Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I mean, it's a debatable thing, you know, depending on who you ask. <laughs> Wait, how is it? How is it like, debatable? It's like the, so, type of, the type of shit was, I'd bring up there. It's like usually a lot of fucking dick jokes and like all that sort of thing. That's the majority of comedy. Oh, of dude. course. Not majority of comedy. Let me not say that. That's majority yeah. of open I try to bring comedy. a certain nuance to it, but really yeah. it's just. You know what I learned, though, man? I've also seen, though, you professional comics and people who come in, in the comedy clubs and theaters doing dick jokes and people dying laughing yeah so i think i just had a stigma around that shit because i'm like oh really that's easy but that shit works man yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah but, but yeah it's not the most most not the most creative and unique thing in the world but it yes. gets a laugh i i guess so yes yeah but i'm gonna throw a spearhead of this is it that easy why is it so much easier just so you don't have like a point in real life to manipulate like, if you had, like, a real point, and like if you were, like, big on, like, gun control, and you made a joke that was, like, a parallel to gun control, and you're like, my joke is so clever because I had a real point behind it. That's the only way that stand-up gets, like, more leveled or harder. Like, if you do a joke about relationships, or do you, you do a joke about, like, you having an STD, what, like, they're on the same level of difficulty. Wait, so you think all jokes are on the same level of difficulty? No, I think that until you start putting like points behind your jokes, trying to be more okay. personable okay. and relatable yeah. behind now it. I understand. I understand where you're going. Yeah, I don't have. A, I don't disagree with that at all, man. Like you, you know me. I'm a material guy. I'm a substance guy. I'm really trying to kick my. Like, hey, you I, just started being a material guy because you thought you were an energy guy two weeks ago. Motherfucker, no. All right, all right. So, <laughs> but the reason, well, that's it. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, I'm saying like material guy as far as like I've always cared about what you're saying, like yes. what the joke is, like like the way that I approach. Like stand up and stuff like that, I actively tried to phase all that other stuff out of my act that everyone else was doing in the scene and stuff like yeah, that. You give me flack but for being into turns and misdirects. Oh, you mean joke structure? I don't give you flack for that. I I just say I I'm you're here because I asked you to to <laughs> fucking teach me how to think like that. Like I approach comedy not from an analytical way as you. I approach it from just I get the creative inspiration and then I have to go put right. it together right. like you know you kind of know how to put it together but you get the you're looking for the what you're gonna like and like what you're gonna say and put after i feel like yeah almost. i'm looking for how to like live in the material yeah. more than trying to write the material um what else do, oh so this is also something i wanted to bring up because i've been seeing more of this and it's really getting on my nerves and it's disgusting um let me get my sound bite ready Bobby's like, these goddamn LGBTQ people. <laughs> what, man? <laughs> All right. It's a sad day. It was a sad day for me a while ago, man. All right. Travis, I feel like you're going to feel my pain. I don't at all. I'm just saying that because you're here. I'm here um, but Christian, I don't know if I told you this. Let me play. Nope, not this. <laughs> All right, I forgot where my sad soundtrack was, but I'm not going to put it there. My uh, my very first ever girlfriend is currently engaged to be married. And Listen, I didn't that is propose terrible, without man. your blessing, all right? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dude. Man, I, I, I want to talk about that. I think it's terrible. I think it's hurtful. It's offensive. Uh, I'm seeing a lot more boyfriend content on Instagram these days. I don't <laughs> like it. I think it's... Stop it. Uh, remember when men used to go to war? I think we should bring that back. I think they still do. <laughs> wait, wait, really? I mean, there might be one going on right now in Europe. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Dude, why was I actually hurt, bro? Like, I was actually so offended when I found out that she was engaged. Like, I don't know. You thought she was going to stay single forever just in case Bobby came back one day? You're supposed to. Your first girlfriend, your first 
dating. I feel like that's always your person, bro. bro you should my all. First yes, girlfriend is a crackhead. <laughs> that's all. Hey, so whenever she gets sober, you should be there for her. You know what I mean? Like you should always be able to go back to your first. Yeah, I, I made that mistake when I was seventeen. Sure, not when I'm. I'm going to tell you right now, my go friend. Ahead, it ain't worth it. No, <laughs> listen. Why do you say that, Travis? Well, my, my ex, my first girlfriend, she actually uh, she uh, Snapchatted me the other day. Didn't say a word or anything. She yes, just sir. sent me a picture of her boobs. Yes, sir. No, 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 Your first should always be able to come back. And no, you no, should no, be no. That's, it's a trick. It's a bait. You know, trying to lure you into all their fucking problems. <laughs> like, listen, like, I looked at them. I took a real good look at them. And then I, <laughs> I, I put my phone away. That was it. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to say nothing to her, you know. She's giving me enough trouble. You're like, I got one quick right off the dome and we were done with it. I don't know. I miss I just, them titties. I don't it, really it hurt me so much. I don't know, bro. We're. I think there's so many better ages to get married and engaged. Why are you doing it while we're 22, 23? I agree with this. Like that's what hurt me the most. Because like there's like you could have if you waited. You couldn't let your pussy dry up first. <laughs> this guy. If you would have waited until like 30 or whatever, then I'm okay. With what oh, you so get, once you have more success under your belt, you're okay if she does something good in her life. <laughs> Yo, you think it's because I'm not as successful right now? You think that's what it is, dude? If you were like headlining across the country, you'd be like, "Who? What was your name?" <laughs> I don't know. But I feel like there's something about your first, the first person that you've ever dated or whatever. If you lost your virginity to them or whatever, y'all, you always still feel that it's in there, Christian. It's inside of you, bro. Dude, there's a bunch of girls watching this right now, being like, right? If she, when she hurts, <laughs> when she hurts, you hurt. Every time she got broken up, you your heart broke a little bit. Yeah. You felt it. You didn't know that's what it was. If every time she hurt, I hurt, my ass would be sore as <laughs> fuck, bro. <laughs> I said she was a crackhead. What do you think I meant? You thought she had a lot of money to do it? Oh my god, dude, this guy's hilarious. That was fucking great. <laughs> Is she really a crackhead? I mean, not like a crackhead, but she's like a probably like still. A, I don't know. I don't keep tabs on her, but like as of a couple of years ago, yeah, she's definitely a drug addict. Cracked out on something. Yeah, exactly. See, your love did that to her. You took it away and spiraled, man. I'm not gonna touch this topic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, um, too what close. else do I have? <laughs> uh, I put out a uh, oh that that's the reason that I made that uh, that sketch that I put on. My Instagram. That's also that's like not really. That's like ten percent of the reason I was totally talking about someone yeah, so recent who I you met. It was funny, and then you saw something. You were like, "Bang, perfect." Let's yeah, go. yeah, no, no, totally. Actually, I, I did it because the first person I was talking about, I did find out about. But um, oh, you got your heart broke twice in two days, bro. I didn't get my heart broke. I'm. It makes for great TV. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. It makes for a great makes for great content. <laughs> <laughs> It makes me great. Let's check back in a year and a half, guys. We'll see what the production's looking like. You look at Bobby's wrist and just cut marks all down it. Jesus Christ, you fucking guy. All right. Um, uh, there is a showcase that I do have to promote coming up July 6th. And it is a Wednesday night at the Comedy Zone, uh, River City Comedy Showcase. I will be on that show, you know, so come out. Buy tickets or $10. So usually we have the open mics. It's a free open mic on Wednesdays, but... We're also trying to take this opportunity to, you know, open up a little more for the local comedy scene and people like us to actually get, you know, some stage time like that. You know what I mean? So people who keep coming back with improved material of the show, you know, working and doing whatever might be able to get opportunities in that in like through that way to do that show from uh, Alex Sanders will be hosting it. Um, so, yeah, July 6th, he put me on the first one. 
So uh, y'all go check it out. It's up on the website now. $10 tickets. I've seen many more of y'all spend much, much more money on cigarettes and vapes at the smoke shop that I sell you all day. And you're uh, look at this man. See, come on now. You could buy a ticket. You could buy a ticket. Uh Y'all did the Ink Factory show, and then you're like, what if we did this exact same show, but in the comedy zone? Hey, that has nothing to do with me. I Half didn't book, the the exact I same didn't book any of these people. I am on the show. Old man Alex book. Take that up with the people who booked the show. That is one thing I do love about like this now, where I'm like, people are asking me, Bobby, get me on the stage. Get me on. I'm like, hey, Donald, I have nothing to do with that. Talk to Alex. Bobby's got clout. Bobby's got I have nothing. Clout. I have no clout. Another thing that makes me really upset now, people are like, not it makes me upset, but it, it makes me feel weird. People like DM me now, like, bro, let me get some tips or pointers on like comedy. I'm like, do you know that I like suck at this still? Like, Ooh, look at that Jesus Christ, bro. Look at that like, I tell people this all the time, and I'm like, man, we are all here. Like, you walked into right here, I'm right next to you. That's because we are on the same. Ago, yeah. yeah, that's because we are on the same oh, plateau. Oh, you're part of the fake it till you make it crowd out here. Gang, gang. <laughs> Yo, shots, Christian. <laughs> shots. The Facebook posts. I've been telling you, man. The uh, comedy scenes I'm crazy. Um, if I'm not talking shit, my mouth is closed, bro. <laughs> what else do I got, man? Uh, I will say, so it's kind of hot as shit in here. Remind me in the next budget uppings to uh, get another fan. When you send me your uh, your financials next month, I got you. I'll Definitely. CFO the podcast too. I guess. <laughs> um, let's see. Do you have isn't anything? It funny that like oh. this is super inside, but like, isn't it funny that Alex and Scott are like five years apart, and Scott looks like he could be Alex's dad? Dude, I didn't know that. This, Jesus Christ! I, mean, I didn't know. I just found out how old Alex was when we went to your bar the other day. I had no idea. Uh, old ass boy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Yeah, it was super inside, too. No one's going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Did you watch the fight yesterday? No. Um, Javante Davis, that happened. So did I'm, you, like, actually a big fight fan. So all right, I, let's I talk about it. Did you watch it, Travis, mm-hmm. at all? All right, I'm going to put on a little clip on the TV behind you. So uh, for people who don't, who don't know, there was a fight, boxing, uh, Javante Davis versus Roley Romero. Roley Romero. Now, I'm also not a big boxing guy, but... I was gonna say, when there's nothing to watch, day, you wouldn't even know what it was. When there's nothing to watch, move your mic up. When there's nothing to watch, sorry, I keep dropping. I tried to fix it earlier. Should have uh, given me a blue shoe. <laughs> when there's nothing to watch, like I'm gonna put on whatever's interesting that night. Uh, Javante Davis knocked the. Is that why you watched Ali special? Shut up, you bastard! <laughs> I told you, special of the year, special of the year, special of the year. The opening, special of the year, special of the year. And whenever you're back in Jacksonville, I'd love to open for you again, sir. Thank you. Um, Bobby told me not to talk over each other. That's why he's wearing headphones. Then he just keeps talking is. over me. Well, yeah, you know, I got to cover. I got to cover up your mess. All right, yeah. This, uh, so, yeah, dude. I watched this show. I mean, I watched this. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. a real boxing Bro, fan. Watch this he, show. He, six round is when he knocked him out. He hit that man ridiculously, like, like, if, if you, could you take a punch like that? Could you take punches? Yes or no? Yeah, I could take a punch from a guy who's the same size okay. as me and a professional boxer. But look at his legs. He knocked his legs from underneath him and just clocked his ass. Listen, like, from what I heard, Romero was actually winning on the scorecard. So. Hey, well, I could honestly, the first couple rounds, yeah, I would say the first two or like the first two rounds, Romero was definitely the aggressor, like coming out of the, the corners and shit. But. Dude, no. He was. I heard he was talking a lot of shit at the press conference. He didn't even sound like he was confident. He was like, "I'm, I'm gonna knock you out, boy." Like that's what he does. That's what he's known for. Is that what he sounds like actually, or the was that an edit? Because it sounded like an edit. I don't know. I haven't seen the clip you're talking about. Well, I mean, either way, in tank, they put defense. Even though he doesn't need it, he's a Floyd Mayweather prodigy. So maybe he's like, we give a round of 
give away a couple rounds, learn what he's doing, and then we beat the fuck out of him. Yeah. Well, he worked. He did that shit to a T. That shit was ridiculous. They were putting the Martin. Uh, you you seen the show Martin? People yeah. were putting because he literally had his hands through the ropes all the way down, yeah. trying to get caught up. So they put that fucking Martin picture up, and when he got beat up in that fight on the episode, yeah, like the one for one for it. Yeah, yo, Dude, the Rey Mysterio six one nine was funny. That shit was hilarious. That Whoever was edited Rey Mysterio in there, that was funny. That was fucked up. I need. <laughs> He definitely looked like he was getting ready to be sick. Like, somebody set that up perfectly, dude. I think it's crazy that men do this for sport. I think it's insane that you voluntarily sign yourself up to take a punch like that. Dude, I In front of the world. I honestly think that, like, I don't want the CTE, but I think it'd be real dope to be a UFC fighter. You started fighting uh, with... Dean's thing. If you want to call it that, I guess. All right, I got so my you, ass beat in a jujitsu class. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got beat up in a jujitsu class. Talk about it. Right, who so, was your, how, how was this? So uh, you walk in and you're the trial person. So you're already like, you got a fucking bullseye on your back, bro. Like, okay, wait. Like everybody's, gauntlet. everybody's like wanting to fight you? Yeah, well, because you walk in and you don't have any like the right equipment. So they're like, all right, we'll give you one. So you're wearing like a clearly like the new guy in class fucking gi. And then everybody's just, like, laughing at you as you're going through. And so, like, I'm drilling so with the dude. they're hazing? What the fuck? Basically, like? yo, it's dudes being dudes. What do you know? Yeah. Um, no, so we're, like, drilling, and I'm working with this kid who's, like, I don't know, man. He was not the kind of person you want to be with on your first day. Not because he was going too rough, but I was like, hey, am I doing this right? And he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, all right, bro. <laughs> well, yeah. I've been doing this for 27 minutes. I hope somebody can at least guide me. Yeah. And then you drill for like an hour and then you spar for 30 minutes. And bro, that 30 minutes was longer than anything I've ever done in my entire fucking so life. So, who were, what were the measurements that you were up against? You versus. Well, right, so, so, I was five, my three first male versus. What did you just say? I said you versus. <laughs> Who'd you fight against? No, the first part, not well, that part. I'm talking about you calling him a manly, that's what. Call me a five three. <laughs> I meant to say five six. This dude has one inch of height on me, and he's like, this hey man, guy's I have scoliosis, or I would be three Everybody inches. Everybody says that shit. <laughs> Everyone has scoliosis. They're like, prove it, check my spine. <laughs> I would never that's disgusting. I would never. <laughs> you got scoliosis because of what I was doing to you last night, bro. Get the fuck out of here. Shut the fuck no. up. No. So right, who are you fighting? Basically, the first person I sparred with was a girl who's probably like six foot, and she's a purple belt. So, like, the levels in jiu-jitsu, if anybody doesn't know this, it's like white belt, blue belt, purple belt, brown belt, black belt. Okay. I didn't know that. And it takes a long time. So, a yeah. purple belt is probably like five plus years in on most cases. Okay. So, I go to roll with her, and we're, hold, we're doing these, like, guard pass and submissions. This Nobody's going to get this if they don't know what jiu-jitsu is. Anyways, though, I don't know what I'm doing. It's my very first day. I don't even know how to guard pass. I don't know how to submit anybody. So she's like, all right, come on. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. She's like, your first day? And I was like, yeah. So I have my base under me, right, because I'm on my knees. She kicks my base out from under me, laughs, and throws a triangle. Jesus Christ. And okay. starts to choke me out and gives me, like, a split-second window to tap. And I didn't tap. I don't know what I'm doing. So she just fully, like, locks it up, and I'm, like, oh, going shit. out. Like, in seconds Damn, going wait, out. No! She put you in the fucking Undertaker finishing hold, motherfucker. That's how, <laughs> that's how I equate it. All right, I don't know shit about shit. It sounds like she put you in the triangle Listen, choke she's hold. she's a pretty lady. She could pile drive me if she wanted to. But no, hey, she, tombstone pile driver all day. I'm here. Hold me upside down. choked me the fuck out. What was, I did, did anyone, like, how did you wake up? 
I didn't actually go unconscious. Oh, okay, so, like, okay. I started like literally like things started to cave in. You know, like a vignette. It started to go like that around my eyes. Shit, dude. And I was like, tap, tap, tap. I'm fucking out of here. Jesus. You left? You went no, home? No, no, no. Oh, you I was get about back to say. in the line and you go back around again, bro. Oh, my God. By the third or fourth roll, I'm like gassed. Like, <sighs> At least you kept going back. After that first girl, I would have went home. I, I would have packed that's up. That's what Dean said. He's like, you came to a trial class. And you blacked out, but you got through it. <laughs> Wait, so Dean is the one who told you to come? Not, uh, not really. I just knew that he did it, and I was always interested. So was, I was like, that's my first in. There we go. There was a girl who uh, we did a show at Eraser. Every time I talk about it. I did, show. because this is going to tie into what I'm saying, you bitch. Um, uh, at Eraser, that we did that show that Trevor put us on. Um, she does jujitsu. She invited me to a... She would beat my ass. <laughs> Dude, she invited me to come to that shit with her. She beat your ass, And too. after after you told me that story, I literally was like, nah, I'm not. I'll come watch you fight. I'll come support. <laughs> no so, way you're ever landing that after she beats the fuck out of you. Dude, yeah. <laughs> and she's lesbian, so I, I didn't have a chance anyway. But her girlfriend's pretty also. Um, but yeah, she told me to come to that, and I was like, "Nah, I'm not gonna, I, I'm not gonna come fight. That's not who I am. That's not in my DNA." Travis, would you ever go to a? Uh, would you ever like fight and stuff like that, MMA and stuff? Sure, I know how to throw punches, but you know, I got a glass jaw. I, One I, hit I, on you call it fighting? What? I don't know. Like we're like, I mean, we're rolling or whatever. Like people get. I don't even know what that means. It's what you got. Uh, it's fighting to me. I'm envisioning people going for blood. I'm like, like, we're not street fight. I'm envisioning all, street like, fighter, no Mortal Kombat. Yeah, no, we're not like punching each other. We're like rolling around on the ground trying to like submit people. Uh, so like, trying to like bend and manipulate like joints to where they hurt. Not like, hey, I'm did just you, throwing elbows. Did you win any of them? No. No. Did you You're go not, back ever? Technically, no. I'm going back on <laughs> Wait, what you, Technically. I was sick for two weeks in a row. I don't want to yeah, get choked out by your ass. Can't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I learned 20 minutes of jiu-jitsu, and I'll choke you the fuck out right now. Hey, man, I've been playing WWE SmackDown versus Raw my whole life, bitch. I, I, I will drag a Hurricane Rana your ass. You're fucking Batista bombing <laughs> in this shit, bro. All right, um, that's all I had in, uh, in my notes for today. I do have some... Um, Good more than that. I'll pull up uh, the outline. I mean, yeah, but there's stuff that I'm saving for later, and also it doesn't make sense now. This outline was made two weeks ago. Um, yeah, so... This is a new weekend, so the show's Monday. You usually go to Rain Dogs over there and stuff. I'm I'm working every Monday night, so I'm never out at the Monday shows. Um, Tuesday, Voussoir. You going this week? Yeah. All right, Tuesday night's Voussoir. It's in Mayport, 8 p.m. Wednesday, come to the Comedy Zone. All right, sign-ups if you're a comedian. Start at 7. I'm going to put a list. There's a list as soon as you walk in on the table to the left, to the right. Um, but, yeah, show up. 7.30 will usually kick off before then. I might, you know, whatever. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, are you coming this week? Professional. Uh, are you coming this week? Yeah, I'll be there this week. All I right. got my schedule fixed. Yada, yada, yes, yada. sir. Thank you. Thank you for choosing to not make money and drive across town for to support my little mic. I missed one week, and I got fucking hung out to yeah. dry, yo. <laughs> First of all, uh, nobody did. I'm just giving you shit. Uh, Thursday, CBD, are you going? Yeah, I'll be there. I'm all right. Thursday, I might be at the Comedy Zone for the B Simone show, um, but I also what? No, uh-uh. I'm going to the show to watch the show. She doesn't know who I am, but I am going to try to get her on the pod. So you know, back to doing some interviews and stuff over there, setting things up. Um, so yeah, 
that's all I got for this week coming up. And then I'm going to be in Gainesville the 22nd. I'm going to be at High Dive doing a show over there. So that is a Wednesday. I'm going to have to find somebody to guest host. Uh, doing what? I thought the dude who produced it was moving. I didn't realize they were still doing that show. I mean, they just set this up with me like two weeks ago. Was it oh, in the last actually, two weeks? Um, on Thursday, I'll be on Joey's show at Island Girl. Joey Nickel? Yeah. Oh, snap. Joey, uh, he doesn't listen to the podcast, but I know who he is. Joey Nickel. Yeah, Joey Nickel is the person who brought me up on the comedy zone my first time on the stage. He was hosting for Ali's Weekend, and like my video on YouTube on my channel, Joey Nickel was the one introducing me. So shout out to Joey. Is that when you're wearing that suede shirt? Yeah, that sexy-ass shirt. Yeah, man. I was, I was looking good. That's a special shirt right there. That was a test. That's a shirt that you wear when you're glistening and fucking, you know? I don't know. I've never used that word before. I'm just going to let you dig yourself in a hole. <laughs> just let it come out. Um, do you have any other dates? Uh, maybe in about a week or two when I find out. I might be going with Crespo to South Carolina and Ooh. Merritt Island. Nice. Oh, so Christian and I, uh, Christian is the one who I told you all a couple weeks ago. He and I were the ones who were supposed to do the 15-minute challenge. Uh, not challenge, but like 15 minutes. I like have our best 15 by the end of May. Today is May 29th. We have two more days. Do you I mean, if I get to use the material I just wrote, I think yeah, you don't good. have to use. Yeah, you can use whatever you want. Like you yeah. can all put it together. Well, that's uh, what I'm gonna try to do anyway. Yeah, Christian. Christian is the the first person who I made this with, and uh, but you're on pace. You're on. You're on. Yeah, I, I won't lie to you. I probably got like. 12 that I'm good and feeling good about. Like, I told you, yeah, I, I heard my set like, and it felt 10? incomplete. Like, do I have 10? I didn't say, where, where did I say that? When you were at uh house. Oh, I was drunk, dude. I, I don't remember anything of that conversation at all. I went to go drink hours. two days in a row. Give it up for me. I went to go uh, bother Christian at his job. Bang, bang, bang. Bobby had two drinks in two days. Bang, bang, bang. Hey, <laughs> that boy coming out of shell. What you mean? Proud of you, proud of you. I appreciate Alcoholism that. Alcoholism kicking in right at twenty three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, I've been trying my best, dude. I've been fighting for my life. I don't have like like my thing is I don't have it finalized though. Like I, I it's really hard for me to be like this is the perfect thing that I wanted to put. Up. This is my fifteen. This is great. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't have it set up. That like has that. been my thing. We have two more days, so I don't know. So you were talking about your special though, and then oh for September, about, like uh, Ink Factory. And I feel like, yes, you want to extrapolate upon the jokes. You want to punch them up. You want to add more jokes. But if you just, like, create, like, seamless segues, you did, what, 12? The show you went to, yeah. But I only did 12 because the fucking DJ decided to play random sound effects in the middle of my jokes. You mean one of the biggest pops of the night? Yeah, fuck that Motherfucker, guy. that wasn't supposed to happen. I don't care if it went well. He That's literally... not what comedy is. For somebody who is so right. stuck in the So for people who don't like, who don't know what I'm talking uh, I was doing I was in the middle of a joke. Um, I was in the middle of like uh, one of my longer jokes I guess that I have and I was the only comic that he did this to. The DJ just played sound effects after the punchline on one of the lines that I would give. And then he, he did it like, like you with your soundboard on the two podcast. Two more times. This is a podcast in the middle of my set where I have 10 minutes at the top of the show. But that's why I only did 12 minutes because that happened, and it was a minute and 30 seconds of the content. Uh, but what you were about to say, I, it did it was, it was, did go well to y'all, but to me, that went wrong because it wasn't supposed to happen. But that's not what comedy and is. And Christian is one who convinced me to clip it and put it out there for y'all. I hated that part. I mean, it's something that came out naturally. That's what com- 
You got to so, adapt to that on the fly. That's what it's about. Yeah, so I did that really early on. I was like six months in, and I was getting really frustrated when like somebody would heckle me or someone happened in the room. And it's like heckling's annoying when you're trying to try new material or like you're trying to like shoot a special. But at the same time, like comedy is not this plan. Like I have a set. These are the words I'm going to say. This is what's going to happen. Yeah, like it's such an organic live thing. Whatever happens, happens, and yeah. that's so what long it's as you can take that and like make it your own. Then yeah, yeah I mean, coming on top. If the heckler gets you, sorry, it is what it is. It yeah. all happens. But yeah. well, I was talking to it Scott happened. about you, that. You uh, you posted that uh, you posted that clip that I uh, I'll finish your point. I'll get to it. No, I was gonna say like I was talking to Scott about that, and he was saying how like he wished he like got this like heckler more at one point, and he like wished he would have done more. And I'm like, yeah. dude, you're like a year in. Like yeah. he's like Sam that's Sam also Marino what I had to learn. Like him, and I'm like Sam Morel's 17. Yeah, you know how many times dude, Sam Morel got owned by the room before he got good at it. <laughs> You posted this thing on your story, and then I reposted it because I thought it was spot on. It was like it was that open mic meme where you were like, Bro, if, "I saw if like you don't nine deserve people me." Post that after, and I was like, "It's spot on." I'll yeah, you're like, you're like, if you don't deserve me at my what the fuck was that? You don't deserve <laughs> me at my good set. Let's go. <laughs> I thought that was so profound and spot on for where we are today and what we're doing, dude. Bro, that's what stand up is. I did that so like a month ago. I did two shows on a Saturday. Yeah. I did one show at a brewery. You know, professional comedians out here. <laughs> Um, and it went great. I did 12 minutes up top, fucking killed. I did some room jokes. I did some new material. I did like three jokes off the top. Phenomenal show. I did the exact same set an hour later in an eight minute format. So I should be able to trim the fat, make it even stronger. And I did like, you did, it didn't go well. Uh, it didn't go it well. It did so not well that my first four jokes all bombed. Nice. And then so I took my closer and said, "Fuck it, we'll throw it in the middle of my set." Closer worked. Yeah. So uh, I had that same experience. My first paid show. I the, the, it was like two weeks before I did the Ali Sadiq show, and then I used those jokes at the paid show. Nobody laughed. So I was supposed to do 15 minutes on this show. I put my closer in minute number five. Let's it was, go. It was the dog joke, I put that minute number five, and then nobody laughed. It got, <laughs> like, the <laughs> softest laugh. I did five minutes and 45 seconds of comedy that night, <laughs> and I, I kept the show rolling, dude. Bro, it's so hard to dig yourself out of a hole once you're in it. Like, you get, like, two or three strikes, and if yeah. your first three jokes don't go well, your first three opening riffs don't go well, yeah. What's interesting though is like like we were having this conversation when you came to my job and we were talking about comedy. And like there's comedians who do that on purpose. Like they they will put themselves in a hole because if their jokes are funny enough, you will like them at the end of it. You've laughed enough. Yeah, but which like, I get it. It's like it's like a different approach. I don't personally I don't purposely say something to get the crowd to hate me or anything, but there are those jokes where you know the crowd is not gonna fuck with you. But, yeah, but it's comic, not about them at that point. What comic who isn't super experienced does that? Yeah. Well, I'm never talking about that. I'm just talking about what happens. Right. I'm we also that, like, like in any. If we can say that for anybody. If we're talking about comedy, you're like, oh yeah, but you need experience for that. You no, know? I'm just saying that like I've never heard of a comic who doesn't have a fan base who ruins the room first. Uh, like, you know who ruins the room to make sure they're good? Louis host. C.K. Oh. I don't know if they do it to make sure they're good, but bad hosts do ruin. I, I was just going with the who ruins the room part, but you kept. Bobby talking over me, even though he's hey. wearing headphones. Shocker. <laughs> I listened um, to that last episode, and like 30 minutes in, you were like, episode? I feel like I'm talking a lot. And I was like, look at myself, a weird king. He's that talking a lot. episode was filmed in like the first week of April. I don't remember 
any of that. Yeah, I had to wait two months to hear me get shit talked on a podcast. But well, if you showed up to the episode like you were supposed to, you would have heard it live, bitch. Hey, Let's Travis, how you feeling, man? I'm uh, feeling fantastic. A little looking, sweaty, but I'm feeling great. Are you sweaty too? I'm also sweaty. We are at 50 minutes, gentlemen. This was a great pod. Um, do y'all have any anything? I do want to thank you for coming out and uh, doing the show. Uh, hopefully, Travis wants to come back and do this. Uh, I, I literally, I talked to Travis at the open mic about kind of what all this was and saying that, you know, with the opportunity that I have right now and the position that I'm in in life, if I can get all this to work and, and go right and have people there who are expertise in what they're doing, we could really change and actually be somewhere and be lucrative and it matter. You know what I mean? Um, so I want to thank him for giving me his time and his beautiful, beautiful lights. I probably look a little light skin as y'all, you know, go check it out on YouTube. If you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, uh, Pandora, Amazon, wherever you are right now, shout out to you. We love you for that. Um, Bobby's looking but yeah, skin. you can follow me at, uh, 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 you threw me off. I forgot what I was about to say. Uh, oh, yeah. get in the follow, words when I can follow me, uh, follow me on Instagram at maybe Bobby, uh, on TikTok. I finally have over a hundred followers. I'm at one Oh three. I'm at one Oh three. We're moving up. Uh, digits, baby. maybe Bobby comedy on TikTok at maybe Bobby on YouTube. Um, those are the places, the best places to get this content will be YouTube and I push more Apple or whatever, but we'll see Christian. Uh, what's your socials? My guy, uh, Christian Blaker on pretty much everything. I've uh, been telling Christian to start his fucking YouTube channel already. Yeah. And what has he still not done? Started it. Christian's gonna start a YouTube channel, guys. Go subscribe to Christian on YouTube. Christian Blaker, he's gonna put comedy up there. I don't know if it's gonna be Christian Blaker comedy or something, but you post clips all the time on Instagram and you're doing good numbers on Instagram. Put the shit on YouTube too, my man. Build your YouTube up. Yeah, don't pay attention to my recent post if you think I'm doing good numbers. It's been Uh like two months since we had the conversation to be telling you to start your YouTube channel. And you literally said, I'm gonna start it right now because I sent you the people who show up when you type your name right now. Um, but yeah, yeah Travis. But when you type my name on Google, some random football player who like never even made the pro leagues shows up. And yeah, I'm like, so Yo, fuck this cat. Yo, start what? your goddamn YouTube, dude. Uh, Travis. Travis also takes beautiful pictures, and he's doing video for me today. Do you have anything you want to promote, man? What you got going uh, on? If you want to see those quote unquote beautiful pictures, check out my Instagram, uh, Travisimo nine. Uh, Travisimo. Travisimo. <laughs> Uh, Nobody can yeah, spell that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I really, I really gotta change my username. I've, got, I've had that since like middle school. And that made me just think of fucking Juan Dicimo from Timmy. T- what was the the Timmy Turner? Juan Dicimo Magnifico. Is that what you named it after, Travisimo or something? Something like that. I think it's Italian. I heard it in an Assassin's Creed game. Are so. you Italian? No, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like Filipino and white. You know, really? take take now, take I, from that I as you were will. Be Puerto Rican and like, or some type of Hispanic. I mean, technically, if you dig into the history of Filipinos, there is some Hispanic in me. (laughs) By choice, uh, not so much. There's not white in you by choice either, if we're going that route. Uh, yeah, so go check out Travis's stuff. Uh, I want to thank him for doing this pod. Um, I don't have anything else for y'all today. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. Let me play. Uh, let me play us a bop and get up out of here. Let me get here. one more in here. Uh, shout out Mikey B and Morgan Gallo Comedy. Follow them both, but fuck them two at the same time. Uh, Morgan has enough followers. You can I follow. <laughs> you can follow me, Christian, and Mikey. Send some of their followers <laughs> our way. Yeah, yeah we, actually, we need to pull this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys i love y'all uh we'll be back uh this week uh another solo episode or some interview episodes who knows but yeah see y'all later peace oh wait tomorrow i don't know where i'll be but i'll be there thanks for listening to the writer's block there we go
Bang, bang. Hey, word on the street, I'm a suspect. suspect. Hanging with the killers in the projects. Mm-hmm. Don't wanna bell, keep quiet. OG, Bobby, Josh. OG, Bobby, Josh. OG, Bobby, Josh. OG, Bobby, Josh. Wipe a nigga out like an outbreak. Wipe him out. Top of star bust and make the house shake. Fuck nigga sweeter than a pound cake. Your eyes on your chin, better watch what your mouth say. Watch it. Lean with the footballs, got a nigga tripping. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. Nigga keep sipping. Dirty 8K with the beam on it. Clip so long, I can lean on it. Free my nigga like behind bars. Move a hundred pounds for a lawyer, beat the charge. If a nigga try to rob, fuck it, hit him with the hook. Word on the street, I'm a suspect. Hanging with the killers in the projects. Tato on the barrel, keep quiet. Catch a nigga slipping from behind. OG, Bobby, Josh. OG, Bobby, Josh. OG, Bobby, Josh. OG, Bobby, Josh. Hundred bands on your head, get the job done. Throw it up, throw it up, nigga, where you from? Whole hood hot, cause your nigga hitting licks. Ain't made a meal yet, but he's still nigga rich. Stick on up, stick on up, stick how you want it, nigga? Full of the semi. Looking for the cash. Searching for the bag. Young nigga wild. Throwing up flag. Shooters on the roof with a scope. Money back on treat shit like the Pope. Work the blocks like the Kimbe in the post. Nigga hit it with the foe. Word on the street, I'm a suspect. Hanging with the killers in the projects. Tato on the barrel, keep quiet. Catch a nigga slipping from behind. OG, Bobby, Josh. OG, Bobby, Josh. OG, Bobby, Josh. OG, Bobby, Josh. It's the niggas that you trust, that'll probably turn fed. Hating on your heart, cause you're rocking her man. Especially if your money loan guarantee it's her head. Ray Ray, tell it all, gotta watch the Sherman head. Hey, 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 hey. Jealousy, that's a bitch nigga trait. These niggas snakes wanna know what you make. Grab me at hold, do you like the wrist tape? Young nigga running with the cannon. Never let a nigga see your panic. Dope boys in the hood working with the Hispanics. On the phone with the plug, niggas speaking Spanish. Word on the street, I'm a suspect. Hanging with the killers in the projects. Tato on the barrel, keep quiet. Catch a nigga slipping from behind. OG, Bobby, Josh. OG, Bobby, Josh. OG, Bobby, Josh. OG, Bobby, Josh.